0: Hello Echo Online. Discover a life-giving local church where you'll find community and support you've been looking for.
1: At Echo, we hope you'll find your place, your people, and your purpose experiencing a true sense of belonging while building friendships and finding support. We believe this is what we're all seeking, and we cannot wait to share it with you.
0: Join us for our services at Mayo High School on Sundays at 9.15 or 10.45 a.m. We're eager to meet you and extend a warm welcome to the Echo Church family.
1: And fun fact, are you ready? I'm ready. In 2023 at Echo, we witnessed a 17% increase in reoccurring givers. Thank you so much
0: your consistent giving boosts our confidence as we step into the significant responsibilities of buying a building in 2024. If you have not set up automatic recurring gifts through the bank transaction today is a great time to do so.
1: And for those who wish to partner with us financially to impact Rochester, you have two convenient giving options today. Here's one.
0: First, our website, where you can set up automatic recurring donations, allowing us to plan boldly and confidently for the future.
1: Secondly, you can easily send your contribution via Venmo to at we Are the Echo Church.
0: We appreciate your kind and thoughtful investments.
1: Enjoy Echo online service.
0: Bye. Sometimes you've got
2: the darkness.
3: Anybody excited to be here? Just checking, just checking. Anybody overly comfortable? Overly comfortable? Uh, come on for sweatpants Sunday, baby. Uh, hey, we we have something spe- uh, special planned for you today. Uh, it's it's what we're calling wrapping up twenty three in our sweatpants, as you see. Uh, uh, I am not going to rap. You do not want to hear me rap. And uh, uh, the premise uh, of of what will happen today is 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 this: I, I feel like we could do a little bit better with expressing ourselves. Okay, so everybody, look at your neighbor and say, "Express yourself." <laughs> uh, but just to kind of give you a little bit of a premise of what we've talked in the last three weeks is I had th uh, thx in mind, which the first. Uh, thing I tried to express a couple weeks ago is that we would just take miracle, or we would take note of the miracles that God is doing in your life, you yeah, know, no matter if they're big or they're small. And then last week we talked about the heart of God. How many are thankful for the heart of God? Uh, that He's compassionate, that He's loving, that He cares for you. It's just it's absolutely amazing. Well, when you take note of God's miracle and you understand the heart of God, it's only natural to express God's goodness to other people. And that's what I want to lean into today and, uh, and kind of drive home. And so, so so, this is what's going to happen is we, uh, I encouraged the staff strongly uh, that we were going to uh, go ahead and just seek the Lord and say, God, if you, if, if you were to give us a word to give someone else or uh, uh, if we were to express our gratitude, or thankfulness or encouragement uh, with somebody, who would that be and what would we say? And, uh, and so I had asked them to, to kind of look into themselves and really just listen up uh, with the Lord with that. And then on top of that, I told them, I said, oh, you're going to film it, by the way, so we get to watch it. So uh, doesn't that sound fun today? And, and, and so I, I think it's probably only appropriate just uh, for me to sit down at the moment and uh, watch the first video right here.
4: Hey TJ!
5: Hi, how are you? Hi, are Is Amanda here? Hey, hon. Hi! There's boys. boys. How are you? Good. <laughs> You're probably wondering what we're doing. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I know this is not normally the plan. But we just love and, and respect you and have so much honor for you that we just wanted to share a little bit of why you guys mean so much to us. And Aww, so we wrote a letter. You. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Amanda and TJ. We fully believe God puts people in our path with great purpose. Over the last year of getting to know each other, hearing your stories and learning more about you, it has been very evident just how caring you both are. Your heart is for others to feel welcomed be heard and come to know Jesus. Your arms are stretched to give hugs whenever you meet others. Your home is open to welcome and love on the youth. You make space for young adults to be curious and ask questions and to grow in a healthy, Jesus-loving community. The joy in your smiles and eyes is so contagious. The sense of humor encourages laughter and sore cheeks. You have a love of being simply hospitable. We truly see the Holy Spirit move in everything that you do. The mentorship and love for others is something we truly love about you. We are so thankful for your presence in this community and the lives God plants you in. You are both so special to us, and you are a light to so many others. And so we got you a little gift.
2: Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Guys. Yes.
5: yes. It's a little thank candle you. for being oh, the light.
4: Candles. <laughs> thank you. We love you guys. Thank
2: you. Yes.
6: I always wondered if those things
4: were really like candid or not on the yeah. videos. So I was like, did they really know they were coming?
5: Sometimes <laughs> they do and sometimes <laughs> they don't.
1: Surprise. Thanks. I'm all like answering emails and and just filled <laughs> these <laughs> <laughs>
3: Just give you a warning if you go to Echo Church, we just might show up at your doorstep with a camera in your face. <laughs> <laughs> if you do good things, for coming to your door, you know. Uh, but no, how cool uh, as we, we uh, watch these videos today. Want, one of the things that I want you to see and, and to understand is this, is this should be normal. You know, this doesn't, this, you know, again, we have a camera and we're trying to capture the moment, but there are no lights. You know what I'm saying? There are no special effects. This is just real life. And there is a power with our words. If you agree with that, would you say amen? amen. Proverbs 18:21 says this, the tongue has the power of life and death and those who love it will eat its fruit. I want to be that type of person. I want us to be that type of church one that, that, that understands the power of our words and how we can make a difference around us. But we also understand that this concept isn't easy for everybody. In fact, it's quite frankly, it's difficult for various reasons. And, and so Isaiah, um, my question to you is, was, that hard? was it hard for you to do this type of uh, experiment?
1: Um, yes, it was. Anybody else want to be honest in the room this morning? Um, It was hard or difficult because it was out of comfort, um, for me, anyway. I just think, you know, we'll kind of talk a little bit more, but I just think there's such truth of the tongue as a power of life and death just because, for me, I'm in a perspective in just my role as a pastor where... um, I get to work with amazing teenagers, and um, there's situations, and why it's becoming easier for me is because they're in situations at home where they're not getting life spoken over them. And uh, you know, it, it really breaks my heart and makes me emotional because I get to hear that or where they get to feel that heaviness, but for me, it's like, you gotta lay my own comfortability aside and be like, you have to choose to speak life over them because that is what's gonna change the trajectory of their path, yeah. um, and so you know it's it's getting more familiar for me. But this is not easy by any means. You know it's still uncomfortable, and it will probably continue to be. But I think God's doing something with in my heart to really break through that barrier and make it normal yeah.
3: for us. Absolutely. What I loved about youth ministry for fifteen years, I. I, I just lived and breathed hanging out with teenagers and doing what you just said is trying to speak life into them. But I also was extremely thankful that they didn't have to, or they didn't get to come back to my house and live with me too. So <laughs> <laughs> there is a power of uh, influence that you have, and uh, and and just uh, the the beauty of of yeah, seeing and taking advantage of the moment and and letting God use your words to impact. Uh, those around you, Sam. How about you? Was that difficult for you to to, to create your video and express uh, yourself?
6: Well, shockingly, it's not hard for me to express myself. <laughs> Everyone gasps. Um, no, that part uh, came pretty naturally. I'm like, yeah, let's encourage people. Like this is this is a brilliant plan. Um, but for me, it was difficult just because of the circumstance. Um, we were like, you know, trying to uh, surprise someone. And so we get to the place that we're trying to surprise my person, and like her work won't let her leave the building. And so I have like her daughter there and her husband there. And her boss had like put this unplanned surprise Zoom meeting on her schedule. And then she had like a client 10 minutes later. And it was just like we kept running into all these issues that. Uh, her daughter and her husband were going up and, like, trying to bribe nurses, like, get around here. We just want to, we just have something special for her. Um, so I think whether, you know, it's difficult emotionally to kind of be vulnerable with so- someone else like that or if it's just circumstantial, like, oh, well, this just isn't convenient. Like, it's just so much easier for me to go about my day and not do this. Um, yeah, both ways it can, be, it can be difficult.
3: Yeah. Well, why don't we watch your video? Let's see it. So Let's you do push it. past the difficulty. Let's do it.
6: Okay, so Echo's just doing a little bit something special this season, where um, Andy asked each of us just to think of someone that maybe we wanted to encourage and speak some life into. I need life spoken Well, I just, your story is incredible. I can't believe the life that you have lived so far, and I just look up to you in so many ways. (laughs) And so I wanted to give you this sweet gift, but before you open it, I'm going to read you this card, which Ezra made, by the way. She, she oh, took like a you. lot of time making this very special for Amy, but I'm going to read this to you. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to do my best not to cry. Okay. okay. Amy, <laughs> upon first meeting you, I was struck with your passion for others. You are a fierce protector for those around you and an advocate for the broken. You have dedicated your life to serving, to caring, to tending to, to fighting for. You are someone that everyone wants in their corner. You embody what it means to be a mother. Your story is riddled with obstacles that would have defeated many, yet you persevered. You continue to sacrifice comfort for the sake of others to have a better life, a life of healing, a life of freedom. This is a beautiful and honoring life you have created, a life that reflects the heart of Jesus. Though this life is beautiful, it is also strenuous, tiresome, stressful, and can be lonely. I feel God's whisper saying, come closer, daughter. You have fought on your own strength for long enough. I am here. I am fighting beside you. As you rest in my promises, you will see promises fulfilled. Come closer, daughter. Feel my peace in the chaos. When hate rises up, rest in my love. When it's all too much, cry out to me. I am steady. I am unwavering. I am your defender. God sees you. He loves you. He is fighting.
0: Thank you. You're welcome.
6: So you keep that. Okay. And then here, I'll hold you. Okay. I was in a meeting, sorry. I know, it's okay. It's A-okay. We did just a, a few I shenanigans. A to get you out. Sorry. Thank you. You're You're and welcome.
0: thank you for listening to our story about our oh little my girl. gosh, of course. <laughs> we love them.
3: Has anybody else notice the guy walking past them in the middle of that? Well, yeah, he yeah, it was this. He was great. born for this. He was born for the, he was born <laughs> for the camera. Uh, Sam, help me understand how you felt after you film that?
6: Wonderful. No, um, so if, I mean, I did feel wonderful, but if you have ever um, stepped out into something that's maybe a little uncomfortable or something new that you haven't done before, maybe spoken to um, a crowd of people or just tried something new at work, pitched a new idea to your boss, whatever it is, um, I feel like a lot of times... The second that moment is over, the enemy comes in and just tries to tell you how, like, pathetic you are. Anybody? (laughs) Anybody? Um, Yeah, I see some hands. Uh, It's like just kind of trying to discredit the words that you spoke it's like this little lie comes in saying like that wasn't from the lord you just made that up or um they didn't really need that or um you you were an inconvenience in that time or nobody was listening like just be quiet next time i don't know there's all these like just little lies of doubt um that i think can creep in and then you just go straight into like critical mode. Like, oh, I should have done this better, or I should have said this, or we could have done this, or, you know, whatever it is. You can just kind of go down this. I call it going down the rabbit hole. Like, you just start with one criticism, and then it just, like, spirals, and it keeps going downward. When, in all reality, like, you know, what we just listened to and saw, like, it was, it was beautiful. It was just one human being, like, encouraging another. Like, why, why would we be critical of that?
3: Yeah, yeah. So, after Sam had filmed that video... Uh, we she had called me and said I got it done and, and I said, Well, how'd it go? And she goes, oh, I don't I don't think you want to really do that well. And it was <laughs> and it was like it, may, it might not be what exactly you're hoping for. I said, and and what was funny is last night as I was watching the video, I watched it and I was like, No, that's really, really good. And uh I, I think I think it, this is worth mentioning because so often we it's one or two things. It's pre-criticism, right? Like we doubt ourselves, or it's post-criticism and go like what we did wasn't good enough. And, and I, what I love about these videos is it, it's just real life. And yes, there's a camera there, but it really is just capturing someone being real, being honest, being bold. And, and, and again, I want to remind us that this is the type of church we could be if we step out in faith, uh, Now, Sam, um, you know, in my opinion, um, someone that doesn't have a problem doing this um, is probably in part because someone has invested in you at some point. So who has that been in your life that that that's helped you kind of stepped out boldly to help you step out boldly to do something? Yeah,
6: there's been honestly so many people. um, And I failed to mention this first and I should have, but it absolutely started with my parents. I mean, they've always been encouraging. Um, and so I think if you have that, it's just, boom. I mean, that starts a healthy cycle, right? Um, and then, Andy does not want me to say this, but there's been no one in my life, and I'm sure Isaiah can agree, that has spoken into me more than these two people that sit right here. And I know they don't want to make today about them, and it's not, but you both are just so obedient To when God calls you to speak into people. And like you just both so naturally see the good in people and you have this way of just pulling it out, like not being forceful, but truly just being encouraging. And I think even what you were saying before, like where you watched the video last night and we're like, what is she talking about? Like, this is amazing. Like to have someone that has that perspective in your life be a part of your life that isn't all wrapped up in whatever you're wrapped up in but can truly just observe and say, no, 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 hey, listen, like, you're doing a good job. <laughs> um, it's, it just goes, it goes such, such a long way. But the one person that um, stuck out to me as I was thinking about this was, um, her name is Shana Acosta, and she was um, a boss, coworker, friend, I would call her a pastor at the time, but she owned a dance studio in Tulsa when we lived in Tulsa. And um, I worked there full time um, and she spoke so many beautiful things um, into my life. Um, But a lot of it was just showing me how you can be a Christian and not be inside this silly box. That truly, the deeper um, you get in your faith, the more you know the Lord. That you, you will just create life in everything that you do. Um, everything your hand touches, like, will truly flourish. Whether that be, you know, your your art, like for me, that was you know dance, or if it was you know in your workplace, um, in your relationships, like whatever it is. And she also was just so encouraging and and how to listen to the Holy Spirit and be obedient, but not in a weird way. Like I don't know if anybody has experienced some weird church stuff. But it can get weird. And she was always just so like, oh no, like this is how the Lord speaks to me and this is kind of how I use it. And it was just like I mean eye opening for me to be able to to listen and see and just like receive that from her.
3: It's awesome. And that's what I appreciated about Sam's video is you could you I when I watch it I could sense that that she was was being um, faithful with the things that she knew. But then I felt like you stepped into your spiritual gifting and almost a prophetic moment where you start speaking to her as if it was God, what God would want to say to her. And there's like, I think, an extra level of expressing our encouragement, our thankfulness, whatever it might be, when we lean on to God's strength to be a lou- louder vo- voice than our own opinion. And uh, it is so uh, so amazing. So thank you, Sam. Um, I think it'd be a great m- moment to watch Isaiah's moment. It's your time to shine, baby.
1: Sometimes you just never know. Bring the doorbell. Maybe down. not <laughs> Oh there. We remove it. We remove it. Hello. Good morning. How are you? Were you working out? Great. Was? Oh, good. Christensen men. Oh, that's great. Coffee for you? Thank you. Um. So surprise. <laughs> We're stopping over. <laughs> um. No. I just so I just wanted to say thank you for what you do and who you are mm. and give you some encouragement for today. So I wrote down some thoughts and um, yeah, I appreciate you. So here we go. Beautiful. Eric, when I think about a person who is filled with joy and encouragement, I think about you. Today I want to encourage you and say thank you for who you are. You are a light and you bring hope and joy to those around you. Every day you get to work with students, uh, you help them grow and learn, and what I see as an amazing thing is that you still show up for students outside of work and your job. You show up for and leading students in our youth ministry and are making an eternal and a generational impact. You are a constant for so many and you are a pillar of strength and joy for your family and as I step into fatherhood, I'm encouraged by your example of what you do and how you lead, teach and engage. In the words of some of our youth students, you show up and you are phenomenal. (laughs) I hope that today you feel encouraged. Keep on being a light. Keep on showing up. Keep being phenomenal. phenomenal. And I want you to hear this, in Romans 15, 13, I feel like you embody this, you're filled with hope and joy, and you overflow by the power of the Holy Spirit that is within you. We appreciate you, Mojo
3: Isaiah. Oh, thank <laughs> you sir. We
1: love you, thank you for what you do, appreciate you, and just a small token of our gratitude. Love it! Here we Thank are. you so much. You're welcome. I hope you have a good uh, workout, little pump <laughs> sesh. Yes. <laughs> awesome.
3: we did the
1: weights cardio next good good we just run up <laughs>
3: awesome now isaiah you already admitted to us that this was difficult like leading up to doing something like this uh help us understand what your deal is man
6: <laughs> that was hard
1: wow um so i think for me, it's just kind of funny how all of this happened in the past week. But I just, I, I'm trying to. I feel like God has really just, just been doing a work within my heart of like being like it's okay to receive encouragement, and it's okay to give out encouragement. And I think a little bit of that is is I did not have bad parents, so please do not think that. Okay, but. I came from a household that just maybe didn't always encourage like that or um, really gave that, that extra bite to be like, okay, I'm doing well. Or I'm like, is this okay? Like, I just didn't know. So then I think on the flip side, what happened is like, I became like kind of jaded to this perspective of like, when someone's actually encouraging you, you don't have to like stonewall, you know, like, It's okay to receive. But then on the flip side, and as I've just been kind of thinking and walking into fatherhood a little bit, like, and there's a human growing inside of my wife right now. Okay. (laughs) And like, I know that's obvious, like she's pregnant, Uh but she's beautifully pregnant. Don't twist my words. Yeah, you
3: fixed that one. You fixed that one. Well done. Well done. I know what's
1: going to happen here. But as I've just been processing, and as some have projected for Isaiah to do, he's going to become awfully soft as his child is born. But I've just been processing, like, I want my kid to know as his parent or as her parent, we don't know what it is, um, um, that they're encouraged. They're being risen up in an encouraging household that they know, at least from the parental perspective, like, I'm doing good. I am well. I am um, meant to change the world through Jesus um, and his empowerment, like whatever it is. So I've just really been, you know, marinating on that fact over the past week or to, through all this encouragement, chit-chat.
6: Your favorite. <laughs> the
3: chit-chat. Oh, you were digging a hole there for a second, man. No, it's, it's fine. It felt like you Call it what you please. Bit. Yeah, It's not I a get hole. I got an extra couch in my house if you need one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's so funny because, again, I know you were struggling with this, and I know like part of the process was like, well, who, do, who, do I, who do I do this with, and, and, and what do I say? And, and as I would mentioned in first service, I, I, as I was listening to you, I, I had this kind of silly illustration come up to my mind, and, and, and it's, it's really directed to New Year's resolutions, and you know how many of us will start working out for the first time in a long time tomorrow, you know what I'm saying? It's a new year and 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 like the the thing that will astound you is you will go to the gym and you will pick up those weights and you'll be able to accomplish you know at least most of the tasks that you try. But then the next day you feel those muscles, and as Isaiah was talking, it was like, i want to remind you isaiah that that you those muscles exist, but what I'm calling you and I'm calling us to do is just the exercise these muscles of encouragement and utilizing our words with intention to 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 make this world a more beautiful place come on somebody yes. i mean wouldn't that just be a great resolution wouldn't that just be a great uh, uh repetitive thing to just apply into our life yeah. i think it would be phenomenal um now on the flip side christy um, Isaiah struggles a little bit and, and he's willingly struggled into, you know, this being one of the things that he really enjoys. But you on the flip side, you're like the queen of this. Why is life not so fair?
4: I don't know. The Lord is favor, giving me favor. <laughs> I no. I this is my jam. I love words of encouragement. There is a book by Gary Chapman, Five Love Languages, and a few years ago, I learned that that is actually words of affirmation are my number one is my number one love language. And for the better part of almost twenty years, I walked around saying it was the love. It was the thing that was at the bottom of the five. And so we all have a primary love language. And realizing that and coming to terms with the big blind spot in my life is just how much I need words of affirmation. And so if I'm insecure in areas or I am where I I think of the moments where words have carried me for the good and the bad, right? Because as you think about these type of things, and maybe this is even evoking memories in you, is I can think of a lot of negative things that have been spoken over me or spoken to me or spoken about me. And it's just, it's a bummer. It's a, it's, and then I think of the moments where there have been really positive ones, but I tend to hang up, I get hung up on the negative. And so if I feel like this, I've just been on this journey of wanting to shut that down and speak life into people. And there's a scripture in 1 Corinthians 14:3, and it says, but the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging, and their comfort." And I don't know about you, but prophecy, it's a word in the Bible. It's a spiritual gift. But sometimes prophecy can be taken advantage of. It can be abused. But when I think of the word prophecy, and it is to strengthen, it is to encourage, and it is to provide comfort. And comfort for me is reassurance. We need reassurance. And so reassuring the person sitting next to you that you're in this for the long haul, that you're in this for love, that you love them reassuring my girls how much we love them and that they're safe with us in our home. We will never leave them. And I just think that we need to be generous. It starts with the relationships that we're closest to and who are closest to us. And then it's, yes, this church family or your workplace, but God is calling us to to practice this muscle, to operate in abundance with our words and not just assume. Because I've been in the headspace too of, does it even matter will it make sense and then I tend to end even a really special moment with am I making sense it's like this nervous term that we all use am I making sense but just God use me this isn't about what Christy has to say this is about what you are using my me and giving words of life because they have carried me through for decades
3: mm, that's great let's watch your video
4: let's do it hey I need you to get in my car uh, get in my car. I'm not taking you anywhere. I'm just going to check. Oh, boy. Hi, Faith. Hi, Brady. Hi. This is for you. I had to improvise. Thank you. I am bringing you a coffee, but I wanted Kay. to read you something. Okay. Okay, hi. Hi. Okay, <laughs> so. Don't make me cry. <laughs> I, so, we as this team have been talking a lot and just the power of our words. And so I wrote you a letter that I want to read to you, okay? But I wanted to write you a note to encourage you, I'm gonna roll up the window. Here we go, my van's really nice. Okay, I wanted to write you a note to encourage you over this Christmas season. You are a woman I see who has overcome, cares deeply, loves wholeheartedly, and is so kind. You have been through a lot over the past few years and you and I both know it has not been easy. I wanted to remind you that God sees you and he sees the hardships and the long days. I want to remind you to do that the little changes and showing up in the daily is what counts. You are qualified and you are called for more. When the sun rises and the sun sets, I pray that it is a reminder to you that God is always with you. You are an incredible mother to Ophelia and you are consistent, compassionate, compassionate, generous, a provider and a haven to her. I pray for God to fill you up daily for the energy you need to lead her. I pray against defeat and anxiety, and you are giving her a beautiful childhood. When I see you, I think of these three words, grit, tenacity, and redemption. Grit for the hustle, for the fight, for the feistiness in you and off. Tenacity for the reminder to not give up hope, to not quit, to dream big, and to chase your dreams by taking it one step every day redemption god has redeemed you i wanted to remind you that you are chosen loved and cherished fresh starts and i pray that everything in your past is not a part of you and it leaves and it has no power no more voices no more temptation we see you shining your light we are so proud of you god is proud of you you are a gift to us and everyone around merry christmas love you i love you Thank I'm you. proud of you. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm sorry to be emotional. <laughs> Here you go. And then I made you a painting. Oh. <laughs> and it's scripture from John 15. <laughs> now you get to go back to work. I was just Here, hold it. on. I probably <laughs> have a napkin because I'm a mom. Yeah. Oh yeah. Here's a napkin. Oh my gosh. I did not expect this.
3: You know, I just made a observation. I kind of, I just. I think it's fascinating. is faith. You are already. You are already emotional before Christy even began. You know. And again, it, there's just a power in the moment. And and what I'm trying. What we're trying to articulate to you today, as a church body, as an individual, as a mom or dad, uh, a son or a daughter, uh, or a co-worker, is that there's a power in showing up for people. There's a power in a hug. There's a power in a coffee. Come on, someone say amen. And there's a power with our words. Truly, truly. Like we, we can change someone's day. We can change someone's life. We can change someone's trajectory. As, as, as long as we see the power that God has entrusted within us, that's our tongue and the words that he gives us.
4: Yeah, it was such an honor to speak life into faith. And I just even, from my conversation with faith, we've had lots of them, but I just feel in this moment too is the power of being encouraging to our single parents in this room. Like, you guys are my hero. And just seeing you through the holidays, especially I'm always brought to just gratitude and just seeing you and the heaviness and the weightiness and the responsibility of being a provider and caring and just the long days. And does it even make a difference? And I just want to speak life into you and say it does, and you're doing an incredible job, and you are enough. So um, there's a quote. So I always joke, I didn't say this last hour, but I feel like I'm going to do it. I'm doing it now. John Maxwell, he's my boyfriend, just kidding. Andy always says he's my boyfriend. John Maxwell says this a word of encouragement from a teacher to a child can change a life, a word of encouragement from a spouse can save a marriage. A word of encouragement from a leader can inspire a person to reach their potential. And I want to add this, as a word of encouragement from a parent to a child can carry them all of the days of their life. Yeah. And if I want to leave you with anything today is parents, be generous with your words with your children. And it's never too late. I am 42 years old and I still need my mom and dad to tell me they're proud of me. And so even if you take anything with you today is who can you be encouraging to if you are a parent or you are married is don't just assume they already know. Speak into their life. Speak up. Call out the giftings and just be generous with it. I can remember the moments when my mom on my wedding day, like right before I walked down the aisle, put her hands on my chin and said, "I, I love you and I'm proud of you. And last spring I shared a very vulnerable message about the anxiety that I've experienced in the past few years. And my mom, the words that she spoke into me that day, I will carry with me all the days of my life. And so I just think like, let's change patterns. Let's change maybe what we didn't grow up with because you can change that today. You can change that in this upcoming year and we can be encouragers. There's another scripture I wanna share out of Hebrews 10, 24, and 25, and it says this, let us consider how we spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together. As some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more you see the day approaching. Why am I sharing that verse? Some of us have spurred each other on for the negative. And I don't know if you've been in a room or an environment where it just gets out of control or maybe someone becomes that has a target on their back, or they leave the room when we're talking about them. But I just think God's calling us to spur on love. So maybe even when you enter a room or if you're going to a party tonight to celebrate the end of the year, like how can you encourage one person in the room? And then I think about just me- giving up meeting together. Is I've been in seasons where I've given up meet- wanting to meet with the people that love me. Maybe it's a family or it's a tradition or it's coming to church on the- for the weekly gathering of a Sunday. But to not minimize the power and the impact that that meeting together regularly with family or around the table, like that's something we value with our girls is sitting at the table or coming here on a Sunday and to make impact. But a lot of times it's us making that opportunity happen. You know, I think about the moments where the God moments where someone comes and reads me, like gives me a letter or sends me a text message or speaks life into me, but other times... I'm in a circle or I'm being vulnerable and I'm opening up and saying, will you speak into my life? Will you pray for me? Yeah. Is there anything that God's speaking to you about me? You know, I'm giving someone permission right. to do that. And, I, and there's been times where I've missed that. Like I crave it, I want it, but sometimes it's just stepping out and saying, I need help yeah. or I'm feeling defeated or I'm in my head right now. Whatever it is, but to, to, to shut the power down by speaking it out and saying it's a lie so someone can speak into your life.
3: Absolutely. If we were gonna encourage our people here to grow in our expression, what what would those be?
4: The three the three layers for that Annie and I came up with as we were talking about this message today. If you're taking notes, is the first step in the tier of just how can we express is thankfulness. What are you thankful for? Who are you thankful for? A lot of times thankfulness to me, it's gratitude, but it's like step one of oh, we are calling out maybe something we value, like thanks for doing this, or thanks for helping me with the dishes, girls, or thank you for running this errand, or thank you for you know cleaning up the space. I like access service too. Can you see a pattern here?
3: And a clean so, kitchen.
4: Clean. I like a clean kitchen. I don't like cutter, Get the stuff off the counters. Thank you. Ameners. Second one is concern. And I think Minnesota culture, or we've just like shy away, I'm Scandinavian, we didn't grow up with like speaking out concern, is when I talk about speaking concern is if you really love the person and you're concerned for them, talk to them about it. Don't talk about it to someone else, talk to them and come to them with love and come to them with like an openness of, I'm concerned about this. Or I care for you because a lot of times we can see things but we're, we're maybe we're leery of stepping into it or it's uncomfortable and saying I'm coming to you in love not using it as a weapon maybe you've been hurt in the past and even church world or you feel condemned you feel shamed or I know for me when I've been struggling with stuff in my life it's I I already I have these lies that I'm listening to that they're going to judge me or they're not going to care and so just come to people with concerns, speak it out and the third one is an expression, is just going to those around you and to speak out the character in them, to speak out the truth, to speak out the calling. You know, it's a lot of, it's not, I always tell Andy, when he tells me he loves me for who I am and not what he does, or not what I do, that's that's a real compliment. You know, that I love you for who you are. And just giving, like holding someone and speaking speaking that over them.
3: So good. What a great, what a great reminder! And I hope, um, I hope, if you got anything out of today, you would get this one idea out: that it's not as hard as you think it is, and you can do it. You know, like like this, this doesn't have to be a foreign type of activity. And and I, I just sense that 2024 could be really special if we would all lean in and try to uh, not just think that this is a good idea, but but. Really make this a practice for us individually and as a church that we be a church that we're going to be thankful. We're going to be thankful for what people do. We're we're going to be a church of concern. We're we're going to lean into the Holy Spirit and and allow God to uh, um, to you know make us aware of our own intuition and 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 be faithful with the opportunities He gives us and that in that and then obviously lastly just to encourage people not not necessarily for what they do but for who they are and in order for us to be really effective in that way i believe it's leaning into the power of the holy spirit and and the gift that he gives us and his voice and uh and and that's what i'd like to just pray over us today if you don't mind jesus um god this is a uh a tall task that you've entrusted us to participate in. You've called us to be encouragers. You've called us to be people of concern and of thankfulness and of gratitude. Would you help grow this muscle in every person's life? God, I just sense across this room, there are some people in this room that their maybe encouragement fuel tank is low. And today, God, by your Holy Spirit, by your voice within their own little spirit, God, that you would just encourage them in the way that you do. God, that you would just whisper truths, facts, wisdom, Knowledge and prophecy into our life. And yet, I pray, God, that there would be a spiritual gifting over Echo Church, that we would be known to be a church that encourages. We'd be known for being a church that is thankful and a concern for one another and those around us. Lord, speak to us. Help us. Receive those encouragements and that we also help us pay forward those in the same way. In Jesus' name. And if you agree with that, would you shout amen? Amen. Is God good? Echo Church, would you stand up every week? We pray a prayer and it's a simple reminder that God is good. It's a reminder that God showed us his encouragement. Not only by word, but also through the life, death, and resurrection of our risen Savior, Jesus Christ. Let us surrender once again to him today. Would you join me? Jesus, I surrender. I have more questions than answers, and I choose to follow you anyway. I acknowledge that you lived, you died, you rose again, all with us in mind. I accept the rescue that you offer. Save me, forgive me, lead me in Jesus' name and his authority. Amen.
2: Several hearts seen in our
7: church on New Year's Eve every year. This is rad. Kind of like this this year. Uh, you know what I was thinking about is that tomorrow morning the Rochester Athletic Club will be busier than it's ever been in the history of forever. And like there's all these things we want to do in New Year's, man, new stuff, but I, I, we got an idea. okay? And I, I stole this from Andy, but I, I've got a resolution that I can guarantee you're going to be successful in. And you're going to make it the whole year. But it's not a New Year's resolution. It's an old year's resolution. And it's just for today because it's the last day of the year. And you can do it. So what if we, just for a day, and maybe all next year too if you really feel ambitious, but let's just go with for a day, we took the time to maybe encourage a few people in our lives and just said, hey, we really appreciate I man. I appreciate you for for who you are, or I appreciate this thing that you did, or man, you have such a cool, I just think that that would be a cool thing. And I'm telling you, we could have 100% success. Because no offense, but we're not going to have 100% success on our New Year's resolutions. We might as well have one, like, kick butt, end of the year, old year resolution. I feel like we get shirts made. Anybody feel no? All right. You know, one of the things we love to do here at church, we love to celebrate. And we would love to celebrate those that came to church for the very first time today. Come on. Pick the cool day. we all wearing sweatpants. It won't look exactly like this for all of us next week, but for a lot of us, it still will. I know, I know. Uh, and then we love to celebrate another group of people, those that said that prayer with us for the very first time. Let's celebrate those people.